All right, everybody, this is our first test to see if we can get some audio here for the Mom's Basement Games Magic in the Making podcast. Whee! Hello, hello, everybody. This is Magic in the Making. Are you excited? Introduce Richie, say yourself. something. Say something. You're supposed to introduce yourself. <laughs> I am Joshua Warren. I am the uh, the owner of Mom's Basement Games, and uh, we're gonna run a podcast weekly with me, the biggest, and Richard T. That's me. The even biggest, even more biggestest. Who is this guy? Who invited uh, him? Yeah. So I'm excited. It'll be so, fun. Yeah, this is our first week, so. Uh, come catch us every Monday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, right? Uh, yeah, we'll try to be live about 5.30. We're yeah. a little late right now, but, you know, well, it's the first, first day. episode. We're going to have a little bumps along the road. So. Yeah. All right, so here's what we're going to get into first, which is what we used to get into when we had a podcast before, but it was always, it was always the... The visual podcast. We never actually ripped the audio and put it on SoundCloud and um, iTunes. So uh, we're going to go ahead and make sure that we d describe everything that we can as as good as possible. Um, but we are going to be going over who's on top first. But we want to get into uh, what we did this weekend. Yeah, you want to start by telling them about your weekend. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get right into the magic. I want to let you guys know about the magic that Daddy made this weekend. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> so I was in Indy this weekend, and it had nothing to do with magic, but uh, it was magical. I went to a, a wine fest in downtown Indianapolis with my family, and uh, we got after, um, I'd say about, I don't know, 10 bottles of wine. Um, Were and, eight of those your own? No, I just, I only actually bought one. Okay. Actually, well, I didn't physically run my card. I was just like, I want that. And then somebody's like, like oh, go. I got it. You don't even worry about it. I got it. So uh, that was cool. I uh, didn't have to buy any wine, but I paid for it the next day. I <laughs> felt like I got hit by a fucking train. You got hit by the bottle of wine. Yeah, I did get hit by the bottle of wine. But, I mean, we had a lot of fun. It was just a lot of walking. I'm large. Uh, you know, I don't. Big mood. I'm a game player. I don't, I don't gym too often. My breasts are getting bigger by the by the year, so um, yeah. So it's not it's not easy doing all that walking, but we had a really good time. So um, then Sunday we stayed a little late, got home, had to grind out those pennies this morning. Me and Richie, of course, we work in the surroundings that you see, which is he the doesn't basement. let me out of here. I he says I got to grind a certain amount of pennies before I can get out. I let you out of here, but yeah. So <laughs> we're in the basement. We're in the basement every day, uh, grinding bulk and, and whatnot and uh, collections. So, uh, For some reason, we decided to spend more time together and uh, talk to all of you guys. Wow. <laughs> so, I think that's right. Yeah, all right, just so, about. What'd you do this weekend? So Saturday was pretty chill for me. Just hung out with the fam at home. But Sunday, I went up to Frankenmuth and played in an MCQ. Mm -hmm. uh, my round one was, if anybody around Michigan knows, it's Ray Perez, who is known as the future pro for most people who know him. And so my round one was not the best. We were on pretty close to the same deck, though, which felt pretty good. But He shook the shit out of you, didn't he? Oh, yeah. It was not <laughs> even close. It was shake and bake Ray Perez. Played a Nissan turn three, and uh, I proceeded not to do much else. Then I ended up just, like, having really bad mana issues. I don't know why. It's magic. It happens. But went home, seen the fam some more, 
Had some leftover Benihanas they brought me. I don't know if you've ever been to Benihanas or not. Many times. It's delicious. So great. Yep. And then I came here this morning. So pretty lax weekend for me this week. Well, at least you got to play some Magic. Yeah. Always a good time when I play some Magic, so. You know, even though you ran into Ray, but. I mean, hey. I've run into Ray at a few tournaments, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah, Ray's a really good player. And uh, speaking of which, do you think Ray ever is bought from our sponsor, Mom's Basement Games <laughs> Way to throw it in there like a fucking <laughs> boss. Oh, you gotta click down here, Josh. Let's to, tran- uh, let's transition let's into that. Yeah. So. Pow pow! Look at that. Just like all of our content we make here, our sponsor is Mom's Basement. You can go there, check out our Twitch stream. If you're listening to us on any of our anywhere that we are posting this. Yeah, we're gonna be on I- iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and Spotify, right? I don't know, man. I just work here. Oh. I don't know if we're going to be on Spotify. I'll have to ask the maybe, uh, the other boss about Maybe that. when we make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to make it first. Yeah, but we're going to be uh we're going to have this thing uh uploaded to our YouTube, so Mobs Basement Games YouTube. But yeah, if you guys ever need any singles, we always got to let you know uh at the beginning and the end like hey, go to mobsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com for your uh and all the singles you need and uh check out our content. We're on 7 days a week. Uh, with uh, every every bit of content that you could uh, you could ever want, even a podcast, um, even a podcast. If you just want to see our sweet chubby cheeks, then you're I don't gonna know why you want to do that? You do, you do. So then you want to come uh, you want to come check out the podcast. But um, all right, so let's get into. Have we talked about ourselves enough yet? Yeah. Do you, we have. Uh, should we actually you know maybe talk about some magic? Yeah. Let's get into uh, Friedman, Kansas City. There was a magic fest this weekend. Neither of us were there, unfortunately, but. Uh, Ben Friedman was. He was definitely there, and he he won everything. Uh, so it was a standard one. I don't know if you guys. So for some of those uh, that don't that don't follow some, I mean, there's even people like Richie. Richie won't even go to a Magic Fest anymore. I'm not a big Magic Fest fan. I so, just don't. I'm not a huge fan of how Channel Fireball runs their events. So yeah, and I'm not a huge fan either. But mainly stick to the Star City side myself. Star City's good. So uh, each week we're gonna bring you guys uh, who's on who's on top, um, and we're gonna let you know who won the the previous event, both GP and Star City related. Uh, and so this week it was Friedman, and in the finals though, let you know about the quarterfinals. It was uh, Michael Byers, which he took second place. Um, uh, spoiler: uh, <laughs> Andrew Ziggis, Josh Schroeder, um, Turner Maddock. Uh, ooh, that's just mad. Ooh, I said it right too. It's, I'm it's M A Dick. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, <laughs> Forrest Wang. Not even <laughs> just ten, barely ten minutes in, and you make the first dick joke. I didn't even see it though, and it's and it's Forrest Wang right under there. Uh, Daniel Hall and Brian the Boss. Uh, so then the semifinals were, uh, of course, Bayer Friedman, uh, May Dick, and Brian Boss, and then, um. Friedman Byers, and then of course Ben Friedman wins it all. So Big surprise, yeah. Friedman's, uh, you know, I was asking uh, Richie before we started um, when we were going over all this that I didn't, I haven't heard uh, Friedman's name in, God, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe longer. Still, definitely one of the best, though. Yeah, Love yeah, me. no, he's really good. I don't even know who Michael Byers is. Do you? He's another one of the pro players. You'll see his name from time to time. Okay, he's pretty good. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the breakdown for, um, the quarters all the way to the finals. And, uh, the, the deck that actually won it all, uh, with Friedman was Esper Hero. 
and the uh, the deck that uh, he beat was Gruel Midrange, which was again Buyers. Uh, so we'll go over uh, we'll go over Buyers's list first. It, it's just a uh, it's like what Richie was telling me. So standard is kind of it, it's kind of a shit show right now. Uh, it's not it's not too refined. There's not a whole lot of um, I don't know. What we haven't had a, we haven't had a big standard event yet because the last mythic championship was modern. So we're still kind of in the area where people aren't 100% sure, you know, what's the best deck, what's good, what should they be playing, what should their list look like even. So that's why you see like all this really sweet innovation and it actually I've really enjoyed how the format is because there are so many viable decks because nobody knows, you know, what the quote unquote best deck is. Yeah, there's no mono red or no team or energy or no uh, well, five-color There is a amount of red deck, J's. but nobody's really sure if it's the best deck. Well, sure, yeah. Like, uh, I mean... If, like, this guy had we... Living Twister in the in second place. Yeah. Which, that card's sweet. What the fuck is Living Twister? Discard a land card. Living Twister deals two damage to any target, and it's two red. Uh, return, and then for a green, return a tapped land you control to its owner's hand. The notable thing with him is his body. That he's a that he's a two five. Yeah, he's a two five. Mono for three. red cannot get through a two five. No, fuck no, because they don't have searing blaze. Mm-hmm. They, they can't a... actually put the damage on. Yeah, they have to actually also two put for it to their face. Yeah, they unlike two for modern. One. Yep. Whereas with searing blaze, you still get that damage in, and you kill it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there anything? I, I asked you this before. Is there anything spicy in this in buyer's list or no? It it's pretty standard with. Uh, Gruel, you either see like this more Planeswalker heavy build, or you see more of a creature build where they either lean towards Goblin Chain Whirler or Llanowar Elves. Okay. With this build, you it's going towards the Llanowar Elves, but it's also including the Planeswalkers like Sarkon, mm-hmm. where people know that he's pretty powerful, but it's really hard to fit him into a Llanowar Elf deck because of mana constraints. But here you see him being able to do it just fine. Cool. So so the, the spiciness, I thought, was Tybalt. Tybalt's actually a pretty mainstay as a two of sideboards for standard for the red ducks. I know, but... You just gotta stop that life game. I just... You know, Tybalt's always been a joke, so... Uh, to see it in standard and to see it playable, uh, it's really cool. You haven't seen a modern deck with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the fact that you can make the red devil creatures, I like that. You know, I mean, this, this card seems very, very very playable and standard it seems uh pretty bad in the rest of the the format the really interesting thing with his list that i find is the fact that he has two copies of the immortal sun in his sideboard yeah that's pretty when cool. he has eight copy eight planeswalkers in his deck so i'm curious as to if whenever he brought that in he boarded out his planeswalkers or if he just like said he just wants the heavy hitters and if he has a little bit of non-synergies it happens yeah i mean basically i think you're just running this thing for the card draw and the uh, for your spells to cost less. I mean, of well, course, your creatures, your land wharves get in there for two damage too. It's more the fact that there's like a lot of like super friends decks in standard right now. Yeah. So it, I actually think it's more for the planeswalkers not being able to be activated. Okay. As so awkward as it is with his own deck. Just every every single line on this card is probably just playable. Now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, so we'll take a look at Friedman's list, which was Esper The list Heroes. that actually took down the whole event. Yeah, so, uh, Richie, I'll let you kind of explain this list. Yeah, so this deck is more of like the mid-rangey slash tempo style deck for standard. Your draws are really aggressive and really powerful when you have Hero, 
but a lot of your other cards work just super well. It's your typical Jun-style good stuff deck, you know? You play your heroes to try to get as much value out of all of your cards. You get to play all the best Planeswalkers. You even see a one-of Command the Dreadhorde, which, even though the only way to gain life in this deck is the Bellhaunt, you can try to, sh like, counter and just not, not lose as much life. But, so you're not going to get, like, the huge Dreadhordes like you do out of the four-color deck. But you're going to get a lot of value out of it that a lot of decks can't beat once you do it. The other big notable thing is the fact that he's playing a main deck Elder Spell. Elder Spell is huge in this format. I've said it for a long time. You either have to be on the Elder Spell or you need counter spells. And a deck like this actually gets to leverage both, which is super powerful. On top of that, you just have effective discard removal to go with your clock. And that's about it. It's just your typical good stuff deck. I mean, that's why it's playing four Teferi Hero of Dominaria. <laughs> I'm sure we haven't seen enough of that card in the, uh, its whole existence. Card's so fucking stupid. I can't. If anybody ever lands this on me playing burn, and I have like one card in hand, and they're it's at over. like four, five, six, I'm just like I am fucking dead. I can't beat that card, man. Yeah, it's I, almost like they printed a good three mana planeswalker with it. Oh god. Jace the Mind Sculptor has nothing on Teferi Hero of Dominaria right now. But I, Brainstorm. No. No. Draw a card, untap my fucking but mana. Brainstorm. It's too good. It's not fair. All right, cool. So but Jace was banned. Channel so those are the channel banned. fireball lists. Yeah, Jace is banned in my mind. So we're going to move over to the Star City list, which um, this is going to be a lot of... Um, you know, what we'll delve into pretty deeply because um, modern, I know people want to hear about, um, they want to hear about standard, they want to hear about um, legacy, um, but I just find that modern content is, to be honest, is really where most Magic players that are craving content want to be at. Especially when you can find something spicy like this deck. Yeah. Um, I... So this deck, I, I pulled this list for us. It was from... The SCG a week ago that I was at, it was in Louisville, and this deck took 15th, and we, it's where the spark themed, and it's also just super spicy. Yeah. So like, when's the last time you've seen anybody register Generator Servant? Uh, a mono red trolley deck, something, right? Like, weren't they playing this in um, mono red Phoenix when it kind of, like, this was a variant, or no? I don't remember seeing Generator Servant. They were playing Steamkin. Sure. Okay, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I haven't seen this card in in. Uh, maybe is it like a popper card? No. So it's a. It's I, a I've literally never seen this card played. Card. Other than in like some fun standard. All right. Decks. So generator servant is a one red one colorless two one elemental creature, which is cool. It's an elemental. So for you tribal uh, tribal freaks out there, um, you got a new card to play with, right? Because it was only it only came out in M fifteen, but now you know you can play it though. All right, so it says tap, sacrifice, generator, servant. Uh, add two mana to your mana pool. If that mana is spent on a creature spell, it gains haste until end of turn. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to be able to give Grizz Daddy haste. No. We're, we're giving the Just boar. joking. We're giving the boar haste. Oh, Ilharg, the razor boar? Yeah. Well, yeah, we already give him haste with Gorio's Vengeance, though. I mean, yeah, but this is a way to hard cast it from your hand. So the, the big strength of the Gorio's Vengeance decks is my friend Ian's played a lot of this deck is it can attack from the graveyard but it can also just attack from its hand and because like once you get the gristle brand in play 
that's pretty much how the game's going to end. Except with this deck, you don't actually have the Borborygmos in Rage to kill your opponent. So you kind of got to take one to two combats between it and Emrakul to win the game. Okay. I love this thing, man. I put this in Dinosaurs. Um, Card's sweet. And so I have a Legacy Dinosaur list for... Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, it's a pri- it's just a prison deck, um, and I slotted this in um, instead of um, through the breach. Through the breach, which this deck has both. Yeah. So is that greedy? No. You you need your recursion. Like you don't have sneak attack in this format. Mm, so through the breaches, sneak attack in this in this. Well, Ilharg sneak attack. Yeah, you through right. the breaches, Ilharg. Yeah, because you get to play generate you get to play Ilharg through Generator Servant mm-hmm. earlier, so it's, it is like your sneak attack. And you also have your Gorio's Vengeance, obviously. But... Oh my god, this deck looks so fun! I I literally like when you pulled this up, I was just like, um, and when in the notes, I actually changed it from Borio's Vengeance to Gorio's Vengeance. Yeah, I changed it back. I guess I didn't I didn't actually like go over it and and read it and think like, oh, that that's. That's our sweet little boar man. Yeah. And you can give him fucking haste. I'm I'm actually like really You should play this deck this week. I'm really hard right now. I'm going to. <laughs> Maybe this is what you could play for my stream. Yeah, well I can I can play it for one of the days. Yeah. I don't have to play it for mine. Yeah, you can play it whenever. Ooh, I can play it on Thursday. Ooh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna virtually sleeve this bitch up. Alright, so uh the sideboard looks really good too. Uh, so it runs 19 lands. It runs Ilhar, Grizzlebrand, you know, four ofs. Mama uh, Emrakul. Yeah. Big the, big, <laughs> the big one. Yeah, the spaghetti monster. Uh, four Simeon Spirit Guides. The And then it's got three of the Generator Servants in there, which is cool. Four Pentide Prisons. I don't know actually how. I've never cast a Pentide Prison. Pentide Prism ramps you into five pretty easily. That's why it's here. I understand that, but I've never cast this card, so I'll probably be, like, clicking for, like, three minutes on Moto, like, how do I put the counters on the Pentide Poison? You you actually just like pay for it with different colors, and the counters will go on it by itself. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like an E. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then you got four Gorios Vengeance, four Through the Breach, three Cathartic Reunion, which is very cute. Uh, three Collective Brutality, just for those extra sack outlets. So there's six sack outlets there to get you your mean uh, discard outlets. Excuse me, discard. Yeah, uh, to get those uh, those creatures, those creatures in the graveyard, along with four of the worst discard spell ever made, faithless looting. Probably should be banned <laughs> in modern. Uh, okay, so then let's move on to the sideboard. It's got Chalice of the Void, a one of spicy, spicy, the spiciest meatball you've ever had in your life. A one of Terastin nasty. A one of Terastodon, and so for those of you that don't know what Terastodon does, do you know much about? You should probably you should probably turn this podcast off if you don't know what it does. Hey, no, no, we want we want people to listen. That's how we make. That's okay. how we get money, right? People no. listen to our content. No, no, we don't make money. No. Um, so Terastodon is a nine nine soup labels, <laughs> and when he enters the battlefield, he's a nine nine for eight. He's a green creature. He's an elephant. We can probably hard cast that, right? Holy shit, tits! Uh, he's not legendary, so you can't you can't uh, bring him back with Gorio's Vengeance, which is kind of sad. But you know the cute thing: when you ill harg him, he goes back to hand, so that yes. way you can do it again. Yeah. So um, he when he enters the battlefield, destroy up to three target non-creature permanents for each uh, permanent put into the graveyard. This way, its controller creates a three-three green elephant creature token. So. 
this thing's just a lot. I mean, I've played this thing in, um, you just blink this thing with Deadeye Navigator in, uh, in Commander, and then you make people really sad. You just blow up. Uh, it's known as EDH. <laughs> EDH. Uh, so then there's a one of Blood Moon. There's three of Braids. Yeah. And there's two Lightning Axe. Again, more discard, discard out outlets. Kills. Scavenging ooze, probably. Yeah, you know, you just want, yeah, scavenging ooze. Thing um, in the eyes. Yeah, titties. Uh, you got two Anger the Gods for those, uh, the matchups versus, like, um, Dredge, humans. Dredge. Yep. Humans, Dredge. Any of them creator decks. Yep. And then you've got three Thought Seizes in the sideboard, which is excellent. And the thing that I really like in the mana base is the one-up Gemstone Cavern. Uh, I don't know if there should be more in there. What do you think about that? So it's really bad if you're on the play. <laughs> of course it is. But, I mean, usually the decks that run Gemstone Cavern have three. But, like, so you need this your, in this deck, out. you really need your color sources. Like, it's the same reason why you really don't see it in the Rakdos Prison decks. Even though, like, they want the effect. They're, you got to have your mana base. Your mana base needs to be intact before you can afford anything, like, semi-greedy-ish like this. Sure, sure. All right, so that deck's really cool. So if you guys get a chance, if, if you guys do uh, play a little Moto or if you play on paper... Uh, check out Dominic Harvey's 15th place at uh, the Star City Open um, in Louisville, Kentucky from two weeks ago. Maybe they could play this at some of the events that are coming up even. I think they could. So, uh, what's, What events are coming up? So for Magic Fest-wise, <laughs> you unfortunately can't play the Boar God in Modern, but you could play him in some standards, you know, put some... Uh, oh my God. God Eternal... Uh, what's the green God? God Eternal Ronas. Yeah. Or some... Uh, boar, the other boar that gives like creator of Behemoth effect. Could you play him in like red green monsters or no? Yeah, that that's like the actually a, range? that's like a version of that duck. Holy you play taste. him and then you play like the Ronas and the boar to sneak in, so that way you you get like creator and raise runner. That's his name. Raise runner. And raise runner. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna so, have we're gonna have to do a lot more shows until I start knowing what these fucking standards are. I'll get you are. there. You will. But unfortunately, you gotta go kind of far to get to this Magic Fest. Uh, it is in Sao Paulo. No, that's April, Josh. It's not in Sao Paulo. Where it's is not, it? It's Taipei. Taipei? Oh, well, that's yeah. not as far as Sao Paulo, is it? I don't know. <laughs> too far for me that was sarcasm yeah okay. i knew you didn't know that so taipei they're playing standard this uh this coming weekend um and then uh coming up after that if there's anything stateside that you guys are looking to get into uh washington dc is going to have limited um and then they don't have anything until um june 20th in seattle that's limited too so that's a real shit show so but i mean there's a lot of people that do enjoy limited you know I'm and by a lot of people i mean like you know 40 or 50 um, and, but if you really are just, you know, you can't wait to play some magic, some real magic, uh, Dallas is going to, uh, June 28th, they're going to have modern. So you guys got to kind of wait, uh, basically until the end of the month, but there's a lot going on. It's summertime. Um, you know, people are out, you know, grilling up tube steaks, eating regular steak, you know, I'm a fan of steaks. Yeah. There's also, there's, there's this other place you can play magic. What it's. STP, I think, or what? Uh, how do you, how do you pronounce it? SCG. Yeah, there we go. SCG. Okay. Yeah. So SCG is going to be having their now pretty regular SCG con next weekend. Three days, fifteen hours, fifty-six minutes, and twenty-eight seconds till countdown. Yeah. 
It's in Roanoke, Virginia, as usual. That's where SCG is based out of. And if you keep scrolling down, you'll see they actually have, like, a lot of events at these. These are really don't, fun events. Don't tell me what to do. I've been at them. I've been at the past two. I'll be at the third one. They have a lot of artists coming as well as their invitational. Plus, they just have a bunch of different side events to do. Josh's highlighting names. Josh... Jeff. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me go into a story real quick. All right. Lobenstein, if you're watching this, I'm going to fucking find you, buddy. And Calm I'm down. Okay. Um, so if you're going to be there, Jeff Lobenstein's also going to be there. Um, I gave him some altars last year um, at, um, what was it? Eternal Weekend? Eternal Weekend. I gave him eight cards. You know, he seemed like a really nice guy. He was friendly. And, uh, you know, uh, eight months later, I got my cards back and they weren't done yet. Already starting the first episode and we're starting off with controversy. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I got to throw the shade where shade is needed. The guy had my card. Did you hear that? Do you, the, do you need me cards. to get an altar done for you there? No, 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 no. He had my cards for eight months. Did you hear that part? Yeah. All right, do, I'm done. Do you want me to get something signed No more pouting. No more pouting. But uh, Noah Bradley's going to be there. And uh, he actually... Um, what did he do? He did, I believe he did the Judge, no, no, not the Judge Mountain. I'm really bad with, like, knowing what people did. What art? Um, uh, that's why I, like, go and I look through their portfolios, because yeah. I don't remember otherwise. Okay, yeah. He's got some pretty good stuff. I know Stella, uh, Zach Stella's got some good stuff. Um, I don't see, I know Stanko, is I know that, that name. Is that Tony Stark in the bottom right? <laughs> that is Tony Stark right here. He'll be signing uh, Plutonium. Yeah. Ooh, there's going to be most popular cosplayers I'm there. actually a really big fan of a lot of these cosplayers. Yeah, you I, are. I follow a lot of them on Twitter. I actually enjoy... I've actually thought about cosplaying myself. Okay. What would you be? Like this tape of Marshmallow Man? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what, what, would, what would be your first dress-up? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Garut, Gajani, Nico Bolas. I don't know. Okay. I just... I thought you were going to say like great whale or something like that. <laughs> I want to, can I fire him already? <laughs> Karn. Oof. Karn would be cool. New Karn would be cool. I think if I dressed up. Can I dress up, up as pant, pantsless Karn? <laughs> probably. I think if I dressed up, I'd be, uh, I'd probably be like Garouk or something. Yeah. I like Garouk. He's like one of my favorites. You should dress up as a goblin guide. There you go. A-OK 47. Richie cosplay as Karn. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Yeah, yeah that's what here. I like to see. Hey, what's up, A-OK? Good to so see yeah, you. So, yeah, then on top of that, they, they have, like, the summer championships. They they have a lot of limited events that are actually pretty cool. They're doing – they give you a pack of every master set, and you do, like, a sealed out of that. Okay. As well as they have a lot of commander stuff. I know you're a big commander guy, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. I love commander. And then – they, that's about it. They just have a bunch of events. It's a really good time. I like though. the I like this uh, play for power thing. That's really really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of on the pricey side in my opinion, but I get it. How much like, does it cost? Let's it's a hundred bucks a person. It's a hundred dollars. Ooh, look at the hundred dollar So the, the playmat is the days. The days uh, invocation. Yeah, invocation days uh, playmat. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so a hundred bucks register today. This looks cool. I would play in this so hard. You also get buys for uh, Eternal Weekend. Nice. So first gets a Mox Sapphire. Second gets a Time Walk. Third gets a Mox Emerald. 
Um, and then it goes down the list. Mox Ruby, uh, a volcanic, a volcanic, a volcanic, a volcanic, and then 200 top 16 get uh, or ninth through 16 get $200 store credit, which will get you like a Karn, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe one Karn, maybe two at SCG price. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably get you like a Savannah. Yeah, might get you Savannah. That'd be, you get that'd yourself be some duels. So, all right, keeping theme. So, so that's SCG for uh, the coming weekend, uh, along with the CFB. And the thing that we wanted to talk about today, uh, which has been on everybody's radar today, to be exact, uh, which magic is magic will never be the same. June third, twenty nineteen. The London Mulligan Rule. The, the date's also right up there. Dun, dun, dun. I know. So uh, they sent out a, um, what is this? An article. An article, sure. That's what we like to call those. Yeah. You know, the things with words. Yeah, Magic the Gathering article saying that, hey, guys, guess what? Uh, with the release of Corset 2020, we'll be introducing a new mulligan system for all competitive Magic formats. This new mulligan was tested at Mythic Championship 2 in London, as well as Magic the Gathering Online, and will work as follows. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So I'll water it down for you guys. Um, I got to play this online. This Do you want to is... tell them what the London mulligan is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So uh, you get to play this. I, I was able to play it online. Uh, all of our streamers, I believe, were able to play it yeah. online. Uh, it was they up took for, it down. Yeah, it was like up for two a, weeks. Yeah, it's two or three. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And it was up like what, a month and a half ago. Was the the London? Anyways, it doesn't really matter yeah. when it was up. I think so, it was about a month ago. Um, now, I thought it was great to be honest because it people you, you are people are going to scorch me for this, right? No, I, I will. I'll tell I'll tell how it works in just a second. People are going to say. Well, it's not a level playing field, but I think it is. I think it. I think it allows for a level playing field. Um, now people say, well, it's going to allow for these combo decks to be broken, and it's not fair. Just give it some time. You know, if they find them, if if they find that this, um, you know, being able to sculpt your hand is too much, then they're going to start banning things, right? But That's can you mind sculpt your hand? You can't mind sculpt your hand. So here's how the mulligan rule works. You draw seven, and you look at your hand, and you say, ooh, I don't like this hand. I'm going to pitch it back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you draw six more cards. You don't draw seven. No, you draw seven. You draw seven, excuse me. You draw seven, Gosh, and then you say, so yeah, you draw seven, and then you say, okay, this is um, this is also awful i'm gonna pitch this back and draw seven more so then by that time you've already done it twice Mm -hmm. so then for each time that you draw seven you have to discard a card out of your hand until you go down to well you don't discard you put it on the bottom of your library you put it on the bottom sure if it was discard this would be broken in half well of course yeah but you excuse me you get rid of a card you put one of the cards uh for each time that you mulligan onto the bottom of your library Sorry, I misspoke again. Um, yeah, discard your gristle brands. Yeah. Turn zero. Yeah. But um, I I really... So I, t- I was talking to Richie earlier today, and I was around um, when I used to have to walk a few miles to school uphill both ways. In the um, snow? 
Yeah, when Magic first started their actual, like, just the regular mulligan rule. And we all thought, like, why, what is this? Why, I don't want to live in a world where, you know, everybody's hand isn't, uh, where you get to mulligan and everybody gets, like, an extra, an extra look at cards. That's really weird. Like, I can't just keep all lander. This is, I don't know what to do. And so uh, we were we were also up in arms at that time to say, eh, I don't really like this. This isn't cool. Um, you know, why don't we just have it the way it was before? Well, all games go through changes and all games go through modifications to try to make them better um, and more pleasing to the person playing them. So that's what they're trying to do here. Now, um, for those of you that are going to say, hey, this isn't going to work for, I'm 100% this isn't going to work. It's going to be gone soon. I've seen people say that. Um, you know, that's that's an opinion, and you can have that opinion, and maybe that'll happen. Uh, but for now, we just have to see how it shapes up. We have to see uh, if, it, if it actually is good for the game, or if all these combo decks uh, start slowly moving up in percentage and take over um, the formats. So I don't... The, the one thing I, like, don't agree with that you said there, I don't think even, like, I think no matter what now we're stuck with this mulligan rule. I don't see Wizards going back and changing something that they tested, said was fine, and then just being like, oh, well, we were wrong. Instead, they'll probably just end up banning things that are too powerful. So. That that could happen, you know, I mean, but you got to remember, too, is that, um, yeah. That's even what they said in the article, actually, is that... They're looking more at they'd look more at bannings than than actually getting rid of the mulligan mm-hmm. rule. Okay. Because this mulligan rule is insanely great for limited and standard. Okay. But it's where you hit the eternal formats that's the problem. Yeah. And they're not a hundred percent scared to like we've seen them ban things in the past. Sure. In eternal formats, so we'll have to see. Yeah. And uh, I mean it's it's really gonna I just <laughs> I want it to be a positive thing for the game because the the game needs to continue to have positive things happen for it because they're doing a lot right now that's making things uh, work out really well with the printing of you know small uh, the small planeswalkers uh, everybody's hype for the new Modern Horizons stuff um, you know all all that shit is just is very very uh, positive for the game and to see negative things happen it kind of sucks. So. Yeah, it definitely would stink, but again, I don't think Wizards would do this if it was wrong for the game. No. Like, I think they put way too much testing in for that to happen now. Yeah, and so, um, you know, you're going to see some spikes, uh, not only from... Um, so, this is one thing why, you know, every single week we want to keep you guys on top of, um, you know, what's going on with the cards that they're making, the rules changes that they're making, uh, because this does have an impact financially. Um, so with the, um, with the London Mulligan rule, cards like, uh, serum powder, um, ley lines. uh, ley lines, like, uh, you know, any, any ley line, doesn't matter which ley line it is. Um, you know, except for the really, really bad ones. Like what's a really bad one? Ley line of the meek. Ley line of the meek's not the best. I think oh. just ley line. Isn't there just ley line? Isn't that a green one? I don't think so. No. Pretty sure they all have names. There's a really bad ley line. I think it's a green one. Anyways, there's some bad ones that are just, I think it's like plus zero, plus one. Yeah, I, I know the one you're talking yeah, that's about. Yeah, the, that's the really bad green one. Um, but yeah, there's going to be some stuff like that where it's not going to have an actual financial impact on those cards. 
but your ley line of the void, your ley line of anticipations, um, ley line of sanctity, sanctity, uh, all that stuff is just going to be like, you know, uh, the ley line of punishment, the red one. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> I hope so. I hope that's playable. Yeah. Would you play it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's still bad. Yeah. It just doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, who knows? maybe it's better than skull crack. I don't know. Skullcrack does three damage, but yeah, you gotta pay for it. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like it's it's gonna it's gonna cause uh, for some financial swings, and that's something that we're gonna talk about every week. Um, so we we want to let you know, like we're gonna do the swing. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna swing. So uh, we want to kind of you know give you guys some information to say, hey, um, you know, hold on to these cards, pick these cards up, because you still have time to pick up serum powders. You know, you still have time to pick up um things like ley lines before they actually um get out of control mm-hmm. um so those are the kind of things that you want to pick up now with the um announcement of modern horizons you had the new spoiler of what card was it what's the new sliver called uh there's a lot of them but the first sliver the one that the cascade sliver the first sliver that's what it's called the first sliver nice um, the first sliver. Yeah, I thought that was like the first sliver they printed. The, and they, the, the first sliver. Who's on first? The second sliver? Who's on second? The so, third yeah. Sliver. So, uh, the first sliver um, is making a financial impact across the board on them, their silvers. And we just want to, you know, let you guys know that, uh, I mean, these dollar slivers that were like diffusion sliver. Thank quotas no more. They're not. Yes, they are not quarters anymore. Thank the Lord. Quit giving that. I, I mean, keep giving them to us, but let us pay you for them. <laughs> yes, we would love to pay you for them. But, you know, these are these are always going to be uh, great bulk picks for us um, because now that these went from like, you know, zero dollars, zero cents um, to three dollars and sixty four cents like diffusion slivers up. Uh, Bet really. your brother's super happy. About oh, that. he's he's super. He's super happy now. Um, the other card that's spiking a lot of the uh, the other like the creature based decks uh, for Modern Horizons is the Unsettled Mariner. Uh, now, Unsettled Mariner is a uh, blue white two two uh, changeling, uh, and his creature type is Shapeshifter. Uh, and it says, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, whenever you are a permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability, an opponent controls counter that spell or ability unless its controller pays one. So it's another tax. But isn't that bad? It's only a shapeshifter. It's no. It's not like it's any other creature type, right? It's it's an elephant. Where there's no elephant in this room, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, uh, yeah. So this is just another. You know, they're they're putting this on um, MTG. The what is this? Um, MTG stocks. They're putting these like side by side to say, hey, look. You know, um, this is another um, tool for slivers to use. It's humans. yeah for humans to lose uh, to use Spirits. it's yeah because if you're able to go um, you know Thali- if you're able to go Thalia into um, um, unsettled Mariner it's just it's a bad day for anybody trying to spot remove anything because it's just not happening they gotta pay two extra mana they gotta pay your lightning bolt f- yeah, costs four thir- no Thalia taxes for one and this taxes for one oh excuse me okay three you're right two extra yes. So three, so yeah. So it's for a, one man. If it's a two man, I was thinking. Yeah, four. I was thinking uh, Searing Blaze. Yeah, that's why I said four. You always think about Searing Blaze. I do because that's the second time I've talked about it. 
We're going to have to put you on a Searing Blades cutoff. Yeah, only searing. one time per... <laughs> only one time per podcast. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so Diffusion Sliver's up this week. Um, also, something else that's up this week, and I'm not 100% sure why uh, Thran Turbine... During your upkeep... So Thran Turbine's up to 7 bucks. Uh, during your upkeep, you may add two, add up to two colorless mana. Oh, okay. So it's things that you can um, that you can do during your upkeep. Um, mm, it's because we... of Urza Lord High Artificer, as it says right there. What is that card? Uh, it, nothing apparently. So Urza is four mana for a one four. That there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so four mana, uh, one four. Going to be Commander All-Star. It's a blue creature. And it says, when Urza Lord, this is out of uh, Modern Horizons, this is the card that's like, yeah, they're they're pre-ordering at 45 fucking dollars. This is nuts. So like, Read him. Just, I'm going to. Just imagine if you open a foil, your box is like halfway paid for, right? Probably paid for, just about. Yeah. Um, so when Artificer enters the battlefield, create a zero zero colorless construct uh, artifact creature token with... This creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact you control. It's a Karnstruct. Yeah, Karnstruct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tap an untapped artifact you control, add a blue mana. That's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. But read the last ability. Um, pay five. This is an activated ability. Uh, shuffle your library, then exile the top card, period. Until end of turn, you may play that card without paying its mana cost. Gross. Gross. So you're an EDH guy. Off the top of your head, do you know what card this combos with? Um, Omniscience? No. Because you have to pay mana for its ability. So It combo- combos with Paradox Engine. Because mm. Paradox Engine untaps your artifacts after you cast a spell. Oh, yeah. So what's is Paradox Engine just going to be like $100 fucking dollars now? You're the finance guy. Because it was 50. I don't know. And then it went back down. Jeez. Look it up. Let's see, uh, let's see what Paradox Engine's going for right now. <laughs> Good God. Paradox Engine. Docs like what you do, Josh? I do doc. It's the best. Okay, yeah. We're at $41, and that thing just spiked and hit what? What it hit? 42? 42 bucks? That's so nutty. So, and then it came back down to earth a little bit at and this like was 25. Like a $10, $15 card before, right? Uh, it was at, like here, it was at six bucks, seven bucks. Yeah, then it started creeping up to like 15. And so, and it- um, <laughs> yeah, but once, once people found out, like, and it's a five cost, which is just nuts. Uh, Paradox Engine is whenever you cast a spell, untap all non-land permanents you control. So, gross. Yeah, you just float that, you just pay five, untap all your dudes. Gross. (laughs) Just crushing on mugs. Oh, man. Yeah, so there's going to be, there's going to be some financial stuff going on, which is going to be, it's going to be shaken up, like they say, movers and shakers for sure. Um, and then you've got you've got some cards that um, are going to. Why is Hagar Hagari? Because there's ninjas in Modern Horizons. Oh my God! Stop. Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, rap. 
<laughs> oh, you're so lucky for those of you just listening to this on the podcast. You didn't have to see him dance, but for uh, oh no, there's nobody watching, so it's okay. We'll we'll get there. There'll be people watching on YouTube. They will, they will in future. Um, so Sarkon Fireblood is a cheap pickup right now. So he's uh, going down. He's going down. He's yelling timber, timber. Um, and this, this is the one should not be this cheap. Yeah. So this is the one I was actually excited about when we we looked at this before we did the show was uh, Ugin, the in infable, inevitable. That's how I say it. I don't know if that's actually how it's pronounced. Ineff- that's how I say ineffable? it. Ineffable. 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 Magic words fuck me up. Magic in a Ugin in a bowl. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Sarkhan's down right now, which, eh, meh, whatever. He can be down. He's Sarkhan. All the Sarkhan's kind of, like, they kind of suck. Uh, eventually people find out that, oh, they they don't pre-order. They pre-order, well, like, the, 25 bucks. And the War like, of the Spark Sarkhan's real good. Because it makes all your Planeswalkers dragons. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, eventually, they all co- come I'm back just to saying, Earth. Don't, don't shit-talk Sarkhan. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> so, uh, you ever get fucked up by a dragon, the new The new Ugin from War of the Spark. Now, for those of you that don't know this guy, uh, creature spells cost uh, two less to cast. Uh, he's a six-drop planeswalker. Um, and exile the top card of your library uh, face down as his plus. Um, and create a 2-2 colorless spirit creature token. Uh, when, that, when that token leaves the battlefield... Put the exile card into your hand. Not dies. Leaves the battlefield. That is so, so sexual. Um, and then the neg three is destroy target permanent. Uh, that's one or more colors, which is very, very excellent. How many how many of this guy are you running in your uh, in your Eldrazi deck? I'm on two of him right now. Okay. Because he's basically Eye of Ugin, but you have to pay six mana for it. Okay. But, I mean, it's an insane top end. Like, what, what does Esper Control do when you land an Ugin? And you just make two twos that draw you cards when they die. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so another another low here is uh, Narcana Revenant. So uh, for you the, uh, those out there that uh, that play Commander, um, this card was I want to say it topped out at Jesus. They they don't even go back that far. It only goes back to eighteen. Um, if you go back even further than December of eighteen, if you go back a few years, this card was. This card had topped out around twenty dollars, um, so at one point it was just really insane. It's st- it stayed between fifteen and twenty dollars, uh, and then once they reprinted it, um, <clears throat> it went down. It it basically cut in half. So uh, this is another card uh, that's on a little bit of a low right now, which is at s- a little less than seven bucks. So it's not a big time low, but do you think it's on a downtick because we've seen like such a plethora of mana doubling abilities in like the past year or so? Like we've seen that, uh, it's a pretty intensive uh, mana doubler. You know, you got to pay six for it. But the mono black decks in Commander, they don't really have a problem um, doing, you know, paying for him. So yeah, but her. isn't it just like overkill at that point? Like, if you have six mana to play this, what like how much mana do you need? Yeah, well, it's kind of it's the same with uh, blood or the the gas. What's the the four drop? But he guy? costs four. Like, yeah, there's a big difference between four and six. Yeah, crypt gas. That's Called what it two. is. Correct, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, uh, I'm i not 100% sure why this thing's trending down, but I would just, you know, I would say that uh, if, you, if you don't have one of these for Commander, you know, pick it up. But I'm sure you, most of you guys probably have one of these. But the I other don't. thing uh, I want to let you guys know about is if you guys don't, right now, um, if you don't have your Black Lotus, your Alpha Black Lotuses, you're going to want to pick these up today. 
Um, so because before they get even higher, they're it, at twenty two thousand. Is mine in the mail, Josh? Yeah. You promised me a Black Lotus as a signing bonus. So. <laughs> They're at $22,000. So if you don't have your Alpha Black Lotus, get it. Get it now. Get it while it's not $23,000. For you all, save you, yourself. all you old school players. Yeah, you save yourself. What was it? like? Uh, January, in January, it was $17,500. Uh, $17,499. And now guess what? It's at 22000 So between January now, you guys that needed Alpha Black Lotus, you fucked up. You you really did. You fucked up. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Can you explain this. someone who needs an alpha black lotus to me? <laughs> oh man, too good. Too good. It's one of those things where if you have to ask the price, you probably can't afford it. Yeah. It's like an HJ. Yeah. Or a ZJ. What about a BJ? <laughs> no, you can't afford that either. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so all right, well, we made it. Th- we made it all the way to finance, I, dude, in, an, in exactly an hour. How'd we do that? Are you proud of us? I mean, we, we've got a few too many dick jokes, in my opinion. But I don't think so. I think it was great. So, what's all right? On? I guess I don't know. I'm just excited. SCG cons this weekend. I'm gonna be there, playing in the Invitational. It's gonna be a good time. So, what but, events uh, are you gonna play in? I, I'm playing in the Invitational. I know, but when you scrub out the oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. When you scrub- I know, some some of us have made money off Magic the Gathering. <laughs> it's you because of momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com. Bang, bang. But uh, before we get into anything else, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, what am I doing this weekend? That's why I asked you. Will I, I see you at SCG Con? No, you won't see me at SCG Con. I think I have to. Uh, I think I have to work around the house this weekend. I think I'm just going to be a bum. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You you mean you're going to get a weekend off? I don't. No, 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 no. I'm going to stay home and I'm going to grind. But I mean, I I still have to work around the house. But uh, we've got we've got about three hundred fifty thousand magic cards now to go through. It's not bad. Yeah. Weird. So. We got a lot. Yeah, we might have a little bit more than that. But Always wanting more. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, we got a lot of magic cards to get through, so hopefully we will, um, you know, get through those in the next couple months and, I don't know, slow down a little bit. I mean, yeah. well, hopefully it never slows down. But, you know, maybe it will slow down a little bit. But, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll wrap up the podcast. And this was our first podcast, so I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, me too. Um, it's, uh, again, like I said, you guys want to, um, you know, get some weekly content, um, be able to hear, okay, this is what, uh, what's happened financially, um, who did well at the last event, what decks I should play. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep you up, um, up to date every single week on Monday, uh, with all that content. Also, um, like Richie said, uh, check us out on uh, momsbasementgames.tcgplayerpro.com if you guys need any singles. Um, and also, um, we're on, um, you know, seven days a week right now um, making content. So I'll be on this coming Thursday. Um, and you can follow me at momsbasementmtg on Twitter uh, to uh, find us, you know, when when we're going to be streaming, what we're going to be streaming. We send decks out and whatnot. So uh, that's good. And we're doing a giveaway this month, and I, I want to talk about that giveaway before we sign off here. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, so 
we are doing a we're doing tribal week, which is very cool because we talked about the slivers. Uh, we talked about the hype on that. I believe you said you're actually playing slivers. Yeah, I'm gonna so. play. I'm gonna play slivers uh, this this coming month, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tribal week. So each one of our um, streamers, each day of that week is gonna be playing whatever tribal deck that they're they have the most fun with. Uh, my brother plays slivers, and he really uh, enjoys the deck. He did pretty well with it when he played it, and he's gonna get some new toys. So. Even though I won't be able to play with those new cards, um, we can kind of, you know, sit back and talk about like, hey, this is what's going to help the deck, you know, run over the cards that we think is going to help, and then uh, what cuts we would make. So uh, stop by on um, on that day if you guys are into slivers. Uh, it'll be the 16th through the 22nd, I believe, right? I believe that is yeah, correct. Yeah, 16th through the 22nd of uh, June, and we'll, we'll let you know about that again next week, and then once it starts... Um, on the uh, on the seventeenth, we'll we'll remind you about that. So, uh, but we will be getting um, giving away a sliver queen. So, uh, sliver queens are going for I don't know one hundred sixty bucks or so right now. So, uh, it's a pretty solid giveaway. We do a monthly giveaway. Um, so, if you guys are interested in that, you guys can follow us on Twitch, uh, Mom's Basement Games on Twitch, and uh, you can also follow us on YouTube, and that's also Mom's Basement Games. So, check those two places out. Uh, give us a follow. Uh, give us a like on our Facebook, um, and we will uh, enter you guys into uh, to have a chance to win. Uh, also, if you um, if you are subscribed to us on Twitch, you have another chance to win. And if you're part of our Patreon, uh, you'll have a third chance to win. So uh, check that out. You got anything, Rich? Just that make you if you guys want to find me, as Josh said, you can find him at Mom's Basement MTG. Yep. You can find me at, as you can see down there below, but for all of you listening, my Twitter handle is at RichardTMTG. You can find me there for Magic, League of Legends, memes, any other random content and things that I enjoy, as well as if you guys want to discuss anything with me. And on top of that, since we are doing the podcast right now, you can find this podcast on our Twitch live every Monday, I believe. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube at some point throughout the various weeks, depending on when it gets uploaded. And we will be uploading this to at least SoundCloud, iTunes, and maybe Spotify. Yeah. So that's where you can find Magic in the Making if you enjoyed this content. Such a good name, man. And I think with that, we're going to wrap it up. Yes. I believe this is the end of episode one of Magic in the Making. Yep. We will see you guys uh, next week at 530. Join us, or uh, we'll, see you, uh, we'll see you on the internet. All right. Have a good Bye, one, everyone. Have a good one.